What's going on, family? My name is Aaronson Smith, and welcome back to Podcast. In this episode, I preach a message entitled, A Tale of Two Shepherds. My hope and my prayer is that your vision of Christ would be clear and your relationship with him would flourish like never before. Grace and peace, fam. I would be remiss not to mention that we are living in strange times. Mm -hmm. The past few years have just been tough. First, we lose COVID, and then we gain COVID. COVID-19 has captured the lives of millions. And on top of that, we had an election that made people lose their mind. Somebody thought it was a good idea to storm the Capitol building. Mm. Here recently, we had several mass shootings, and nothing seems to be done about it. Not to mention, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on national television. I couldn't believe it. Did y'all see that? I was hurt. No, not the Fresh Prince. You're supposed to be fresh, not violent. But in all seriousness, I think those actions were a depiction of where so many are nowadays. Life has made us tired. Life has made us tired of striving, tired of making this world a better place. Many are even tired of God. People are leaving the church in droves. A new study from LifeWay Research Group says that nearly 5,000 churches closed their doors last year. In fact, there are more churches closing than opening. Data collected by Barna Research Group says one in three practicing Christians dropped out of the church during the pandemic and do not plan to return. Yeah, yeah. Another study says in 2019, 45% of black Americans attended church regularly, and that was an all-time low. But by 2021, the share dropped to 30%. Like I said, people are leaving the house of God in droves. And I ask myself, why? I ask myself, why? Why so many people who were raised up in the church are deciding to leave the church? You went to vacation Bible school, you went to church, you sang in the choir, but now you want to abandon the faith that raised you. Mm -hmm. I found a poll. And they took a survey and they asked tons of people who left the church during the pandemic. And 73% said they left the church because of negative pastor-related issues. 73% of people who left the house of God said they left because of something a man did. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. To that seventy-three percent, I would ask you, who are you following? Come on, man. All right. All right. I don't mean to dismiss your feelings or your experience, but who are you following? Yes. To shallow missionary Baptist church, who are you following? All right. Yeah. 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 Are we following man or are we following God? Are we, on, yeah. are we following the creator or are we following creation? This morning I want to preach a sermon that may not make you run, it may not make you shout, but it will make you think. Mm. 
Come on. All right. I'm going to preach a sermon simply entitled A Tale of Two Shepherds. A Tale of Two Shepherds. If you have your Bibles, please turn to Matthew chapter 14, verses 1 through 21. Matthew 14, verses 1 through 21. Please stand for the word of God. When Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee, heard about Jesus, he said to his advisors, this must be John the Baptist raised from the dead. This is why he can do such miracles. For Herod had arrested and imprisoned John as a favor to his wife, Herodias the former wife of his brother Philip. John had been telling Herod, it is against God's law for you to marry her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of a riot. Catch that. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of a riot. Mm. Because all the people believed John was a prophet. But at his birthday party for Herod, Herodias' daughter performed a dance that greatly pleased him. So he promised with a vow to give her anything she wanted. At her mother's urging, the girl said, I want the head of John the Baptist on a tray. All right, all right. Then the king regretted what he had said, but because of the vow he had made in front of his party guest, he issued the necessary order. So John was beheaded in prison. And his head was brought on a tray and given to the girl who took it to her mother. Later, John's disciples came for his body and they buried it. They went and told Jesus what had happened. As soon as Jesus heard the news, he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone, but the crowds heard where he was headed and followed on foot mm-hmm. for many times. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stopped from the boat and he had compassion on them and he healed their sick that evening. The disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place. It's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, that is not necessary. Feed them. (laughs) The disciples said, we only have five loaves of bread and two fish. Jesus said, bring them here. Then he told the people to sit down on the grass. Catch that. He told the people to sit down on the grass. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish. Look toward heaven, blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to the disciples and he began to pass it out. They all ate as much as they wanted. And afterwards, the disciples <coughs> picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. About 5,000 men were fed that day in addition to all the women and the children. You can now be seated. Mm-hmm. Allow me to paint. Just a quick narrative picture. John the Baptist has, he's just been assassinated by King Herod. And this is a big deal because John the Baptist was the people's prophet. He was the people of God's prophet. In fact, he was the first legitimate prophet in over 500 years. Mm-hmm. Come on. And the, this king of Israel took the life of God's prophet to simply amuse his party guests. Mm-hmm. Now, this, now, the kings of Israel were always thought of as shepherds. They were looked at as, as people who were supposed to 
take care of God's people, take yeah, care yeah, of yeah, Israel. Yeah. And they were supposed to protect and serve the people of God. But Herod was doing the opposite. Mm. Because simply to amuse his party guests, he took and beheaded the life, beheaded John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. yeah. After John the Baptist, after the death of John the Baptist, excuse me, the people of Israel were enraged. And they find, they went to find Jesus. Yeah. And they wanted to see what he was going to do about it. And during yeah. this time in the Middle East, they had a, a shame on our culture, which often led people to always seek revenge. In fact, there was this Hebrew law that said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Right, right, right. And this was a legislation that was very much enforced. So the people of Israel are ready to riot. Mm. They're ready to compromise their faith. They're ready to set this thing on fire. But first they went to Jesus. So Jesus finds himself with a group of angry, frustrated, mourning people. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. is watching. And it's safe to say that Herod sent his people to watch how Israel was going to respond. How Jesus was going to respond. And everyone is expecting the worst. Everyone is expecting a potential riot or some type of insurrection. Everyone, inclu including King Herod, the so-called shepherd. Yeah. All eyes are on Jesus. And what does he do? He leads his people to green pastures. Yeah. Yeah. And he Come proceeds to comfort, minister, and love the people of yeah. God. Church, who are you following? All right, all right. Jesus, the good shepherd, or King Herod, the earthly shepherd. Yeah. Come on now. Better yet, who is leading our emotions? Who is leading our decisions? Is it God or is it man? Is it Christ or is it Herod? Who is your shepherd? Yeah. Who are you following? And who is Herod? Yeah. Herod wasn't much of a leader. Rather, he was a dictator. Yeah, yeah. Do you know any Herod? Herod was a dictator who was always anxious about things and people he could not control. Church, do you know any Herods? You see, King Herod was over the people of Israel but did not know the people's God. Many theologians and historians say that he practiced Judaism, but he only posed as a Jew to appease the people. All right, all right. His actions rarely demonstrated that he honored the God of Israel. All right, all right. But because he was a shepherd, yes, sir. he had to do what he had to do, but he never had a sincere understanding of God. So a man leading the people of God was actually far from God. Do you know right. any shepherds? All right. Come on, all right. Do you know any Harris? A man leading the people of God was far from God. Mm. Now, 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 we do realize that the word pastor just means shepherd. Pastor is just a Latin word for shepherd, which means we probably got some Herods up in a lot of American pulpits. Maybe we got a little bit of Herod in all the pulpits, including mine. We have Herods in the church house. We have Herods in the White House. We have Herods in the Congress and the Senate. Yeah, which yeah. is why we cannot put our earthly shepherds in the place yeah. of our heavenly shepherd, yeah. which we often do. Yeah. 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 You see, we created a culture yeah. in which the foundation of our Christianity is our pastor and his Sunday morning sermon. Yeah. Yeah. 
And this is why when we lose access to our preacher, like the, during the pandemic, yes, sir. we often lose our faith. But this is because the preacher is the foundation of our faith, not God. God needs to become the foundation of our faith again. But it seems the people of God have always been more interested in an earthly leader than in heavenly king. You do realize it wasn't God's idea to have a king, it was ours. Yes, yes. When you read through the story of God, when you read through the Old Testament, you see that originally God intended for Israel to be a theocratic nation, which means a nation that's ran by God and God alone. All right, all right. But man begged for a king. They begged for a king. And eventually they got Saul, and the power went to Saul's head. And since then, there's just been this trend of Good king, bad king, good king, bad king, good king goes bad, good king goes bad, all the way up until now in this text, we have King Herod, who does something that disappoints the people of God to the point where they are ready to compromise their faith, compromise their integrity, compromise their religion, and everything they learn from John the Baptist, and that just shows us that when we put our leaders in the place of God, and we put all of our hope in the man, it often leads us to lose who God has called us to be. All right, all right, all right, all right. Church, even in today's world, there's this thought that our pastors and leaders have a special access or anointing that regular parishioners do not have. Church, that is not true. As an ordained clergy, let me tell you, pastoral authority is not in and of ourselves. But our authority is in the word of God as we declare it to God's people. Listen, our our leaders are equal in essence, but different in function. Everyone in this room, we are equal in essence, but we just have different functions in the body of Christ. The the, the Bible says in 1 Peter that we are a royal priesthood. And the text continues to say that we are being built up as spiritual houses for a holy priesthood. To offer spiritual sacrifice that are acceptable to God. What does that mean, preacher? Well, during the Old Covenant, the people of God could only access the presence of God and the forgiveness of sins through the priest and the high priest. But now Christ is the one and only high priest. And now we are his priests. Which means we all have access to God Therefore there's not a special class Of Christians There's not a JV or a varsity Christian But but we are all equal in essence But different in function Are you following me? Now now this does not give us the license To disrespect our leaders That's right right. This does not give us the license to dishonor Our pastor But we, we, we ought to never make our pastor Higher than he ought to be Pastors are good yeah. Pastors are necessary right. Church membership is vital yeah. In fact it's, it's necessary church yes. You need to be part of a church But a good thing becomes a bad thing When it becomes a God thing <laughs> When we allow man to dictate everything about our faith And everything about our lives We are making that man our God 
Come on now. I have pastors who speak into my life. <laughs> I have men of God who mentor me and speak into my life, but those pastors and those men of God are exactly that. Amen. They're my earthly shepherds. They are not my God. Yes, That's right. They are fallible. They can make mistakes, but when they do make a mistake, because my faith is in my heavenly shepherd, my faith will continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Church, who are you following? Herod or Christ? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you following, church? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you heard me preach about five years ago, you may have picked up on a specific influence. There was this very well-known preacher whom I admired. In fact, I modeled my preaching ministry after him. And one day in Virginia Beach, I got to sit in a green room with him. And I sat in a green room with him, with him for an extended period of time. He prayed with me. He gave me some advice. He spoke into my life. And he, gave, he told me this one thing. He said, young man, when you die and you face God on judgment day, he said, God is not going to ask you about your church or your ministry. All right, all right. He said he's going to ask you about how you treated and served your family. That's right. That's right. I wasn't even married at the time. Yeah. A few years later, as I'm saving up for a ring, that <laughs> mug was expensive, church. As I'm saving up for a ring, uh, there's these accusations of this same preacher with infidelity. The first time, I was like, it's not true. Second time, wasn't true to me either. But the third time, there was proof. And I'll be honest with you, I was kind of hurt. I was hurt because a man gave me advice that did not that he did not follow himself. But the problem was really me. All right. Because man was my motivation to do a certain thing and live a certain way, not God. I learned in that moment that pastors are sheep too. Mm -hmm. And pastors being sheep have are, are prone to go astray all right. as sheep do. Yes, all right. All right. All right. Not saying pastors and leaders should not be held to a higher standard. All right. They just shouldn't be held to a God standard. All right. All right. Come on. All right. I had modeled my delivery, had modeled my ministry after him, and, and I realized that I need to go to God all and right. figure out how to utilize these gifts. Yes, Follow me. All right, all right. A lot of us have become people based on what Herod said. A lot of us have changed ourselves to win the approval of man. All right, all right. In fact, some of us are so fake that the devil is attacking versions of us that don't even exist. Young, young person, young person, let me give you a million dollars worth of game. If you don't hear anything I, I say, hear this. Be who God has called you to be. Yes, sir. Not what's expected. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. All right. All right. You seek the smile of God, not the approval of man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you have the smile of God, you care very little about the frowns of man. All right, all right, all right. So, so, so again, Herod is supposed to be looking out for God's people, but instead he's killing God's prophet. And God's people are upset, grieving the man of God. God's people are wanting to riot and on the verge of losing their faith. Everyone, including Herod, is looking to see how Jesus is going to respond to the assassination of his cousin, John the Baptist. And instead of causing a riot, 
instead of causing a revolt, he tells his disciples that these people have a need for a new shepherd, and they're hungry, and they shall not want. And the Bible says in Matthew 14, verses 19, that Jesus makes them lie down in grass, so he makes them lie down in green pastures. And instead of causing a riot, he leads them to rest in a place of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah. See, yeah. see, if Jesus would have led an uprising, what would that say about his divinity? Yeah. Yeah. And then in verse 20, Jesus begins to multiply the five loaves of bread yes, to feed 5,000 people. In fact, the Bible says they had so much that everyone was satisfied. Yes, and not just that, but the basket of bread was full of broken pieces. Yes, sir. And they had leftovers. Yeah. Church, they had leftover. In other words, it, the cup runneth over. Yeah. Yes. Don't this all seem so familiar? Mm. When, when they were in lack, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Yeah. He yes, makes sir. me lie down in green pastures. He, he leads me beside the sealed waters. Yes, sir. When, 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 the, when the people were ready to compromise their faith because of what Herod did, he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for my name's sake. And when they killed the prophet, when our hope was lost, when our hope was gone, yeah. yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thou art with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table in front of me, in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So when the people of God were worried about Herod, the whole time they had a good shepherd. The whole time they had a good shepherd. They yeah. everything yeah. together. So when man failed, God stood up and said, I'll take it from you. All right. I'm talking about the good shepherd this morning. Yeah. Yeah. This shepherd is the same shepherd that John talked about. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made. Nothing. So this is the same shepherd that created all things. Yes, sir. This is the shepherd that stepped into nothing and made something. Yes. This is the shepherd that as soon as he said let, all that was not was striving to become. This is the good shepherd. This is the shepherd that led the children of Israel out of captivity. This is the shepherd that led the children or the, the people of God by cloud during the day. In fire by night. This yeah, is the shepherd yeah. of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This is the shepherd of David. Yeah. That when his leader was out of pocket trying to take his life. This is the shepherd that led David to say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. David was able to write that song and praise God in the midst of his leader hating him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because he realized that the hate his leader had for him does not control the will and promises of God. I'm talking about the good shepherd. This is the same shepherd that led Martin to march. The same shepherd that led Nat Turner to say, before I'll be a slave, I'll be dead in my grave. This is the same shepherd that caused Sojourner's truth in spite of the White House, in spite of bad leadership, in spite of bad authority to make 13 trips back to the antebellum South to free her people. And she said, I could have freed more, 
if they knew they were slaves. Yes. Uh, this yeah, is the same yeah, shepherd yeah, yeah, yeah. that led W.E.B. Du Bois to be the first black Harvard graduate. In spite of Jim Crow, yes, in spite sir. of President Cleveland, yes. Du Bois did what God called him to be because he had a good shepherd. Yeah. He was following the presence of God, not the presence of man. Okay. Yeah. 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 You see, I don't yeah. care who holds the White House. Yeah, I don't yeah. even really care who holds the church house, Congress, mm -hmm. or the city, right. yeah. as long as King Jesus is yes, sitting at the right hand. As for me and my house, yes, we're going to serve God. We're going to serve God. So when Herod was being the bad shepherd that we tend to be, mm. when man failed, which we tend to do, when everyone was looking and expecting a riot, Christ demonstrated godliness to show the people who they should put their trust in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a king, mm -hmm. the king of kings. Yes, sir. Yeah, the Lord, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a man, but yes, the God man. Sorry, yes, yes. And Shiloh, I'm all done, but this is your charge coming from your nephew, coming from your little brother. Yeah, yeah. Coming from your little cousin, this is your charge. Do not put trust in any earthly shepherds. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They will. They will fail you. Right. Yes. You pray for them. Yeah. You honor them. You yes, respect sir. them. All right. But you do not follow them. You follow God. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Put your trust in God. Don't put your trust on anything on earth, because this world is passing away. Put your trust in Christ and Christ yeah. alone. Because yeah. while this world is passing away, Christ is the same yesterday, yes, today, yeah. and tomorrow, and forever. Yeah. I'm all done, church. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all done. Yeah. Thank you. That's all right. <laughs>